Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you here by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, the ruggedly handsome kicker, the chief of cereal and uh, sigillite of the FLG. <laughs> and I am Seth the Mad Doctor, competitive correspondent. How have you been doing, bud? Ruggedly handsome. I will take that. I look more like a caveman. Um, I have not shaved in a five whole days. I know you thought this was like a so you know an af- a five o'clock shadow is what you were calling it. No, this is this is a five uh, five day shadow right here. I've it's, been well, five hiking, o'clock from five days ago. Yeah, five o'clock <laughs> from five days ago. Yeah, uh, with a little miracle grow right there. I, I really can't grow a beard well at all, and I just look really messy. So I apologize for all of you watching. Yes, it looks are, fine. Huh? It looks fine. It looks fine. And this is hat here. I, I spent about 24 hours driving just now. So, uh, yeah, I was out camping and hiking and doing all that stuff. And I uh, just got back home just for you, Seth, and our, our lovely audience so that we can record tonight. Uh, guys, if you are listening to our show, you should be watching our show. Every live episode is recorded <laughs> on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You get not to only hear us live and be part of the chat, which we love. We love you guys in chat. Hi, guys. Yes, it's you should come join me hiking next time. But we also uh, you get these great are, visual elements. Are you going to live stream your next hike oh to 13,000 feet? Yes. Well, 13,000, that was like, that was a baby mountain. That was easy peasy. But yes, easy, uh, we easy. should do that. We should do that. Just, just up there. It's so you have surprisingly good reception at the summit, right? So like the entire day, I didn't have any cell phone reception. And then when I got to the top of the mountain, I'm like, oh, well, cool. I'll call my wife and, and say hi and, and all that. So uh, what have you been up to, Seth? Have you got some hobby progress? Please tell not, me. Done not a whole lot. I, uh, I have not been doing much on the hobby front. I've had some other life events going on, oh, but oh, hello. our, ooh, our ooh, lovely ooh. tech priest here. Uh, apparently, you guys are super slackers, so I've decided to swoop in and save yes. the hobby talk. Uh, yeah, we, we need to get some progress here. Somebody has to do something. Oh, whoa, there we go. Ooh, chaos. Uh, is, that a, is that a possessed? Is that done with the, the slap chop method? It is a slap chop. Uh, that's a ooh, slap chop uh, possessed right there. Looks wow. very good, man. Do we have a full army to go with this, or is it just a one-off? I'm painting one at a day. One a day. One a day. Oh, he's got, he's got a full thirty. Yeah. He's a man of right. of refined taste. Yeah. Full thirty. So for those and of I'm you that are watching and not listening to our podcast, you, you obviously see this beautiful possessed. But our wonderful tech priest, uh, tech priest Dicky, has painted a possessed model. We've got some what it looks like talons there that are kind yes. of cool. How how do you do that? How do you paint those those claws? Uh, the claws, black contrast. Yeah, I like them. This little black. That's it. Contrast. Yeah, that's it. Oh my yeah. gosh, it looks so good. Yeah. I know, right? Simple stuff. Simple and then stuff. all the all the skin is it's it's just Gilliam and flesh, man. That's it. Nice. No way. Yeah, liking dude, it. So liking it. Contrast is just cheat codes. I love it. I love it. I love it's it. It's just really right. and you know what? I love it because it's just a lot of fun and you get results like so quickly that it, you just want to paint more. It's and it's, it's you cool just want to keep slapping. Well, just it keeps slapping. you going too, right? Like once you finish one model, like I can finish another model yeah. just as fast. You go, go, go. You get this positive reinforcement constantly by yeah, getting a model you get to play with the next day. Yeah, sweet, yeah. sweet, sweet. That's my hugger. Uh, okay, bye. Can we can we talk about the the, the new stuff? I'm really excited about yeah. more of these. Get into the industry stuff. news. Kick we we got to talk about it, guys. More squats are on mm-hmm. the way. Yes, League of Voltan. I'm so pumped. Every time they release a new box set that they, you know they show the images of, I'm like, oh yes, I love this. So these guys are uh, Seth. Can you read the name? I can't get these. I, I, I don't want to butcher it. Like, I don't know the names of how to say them. There's like an they're they're big they're big shooty dudes. Big shooty dudes in an exosuit. They're basically uh, going to be the Although I weapon. am a long time uh, League of Voltan oh, player. Oh yeah, long time. Since the beginning, right? Since yeah, the beginning. Since the beginning. Since the beginning. So you heard it here first, Seth. Seth has been playing the squats no, since no, the no, beginning. No, no, no. League sorry, of Voltan. League of Voltan. I'm sorry. I've been playing League of Voltan since the very beginning. You know what? Correct. Me too. Me too. Um, 
guys, yeah, these are these are new heavy weapons unit, most likely heavy weapons unit for the squad. Yeah. The League is a Voltan. They look very cool. I like them. We know they're going to they're gonna have at least two heavy weapon options. It looks like some sort of laser beam thing and then a bolter weapon. So yay yeah. for that. Looking good. Looking yeah. Good. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What, what did you when you first saw these models, Seth, what did you think? Like, what did you think that these looked like to you? They looked um, like if you took an aggressor and made him a devastator. Yeah. To okay. Me. Cool. I, I you know, immediately that's, thought of um, the the Matrix guys, the guys in the Matrix suits. Come on. Uh, oh, okay. Because like they're like miniature versions of those Matrix exosuit yeah. things. Yeah. Um, they even have like the stilt things. I don't know. So I'm liking them. They're cool. Um, we also have a new Necromunda character, right? Necromunda. Yeah, yeah. We, What's ne- yeah. Necromunda? Well, we gotta talk about. It. Come on, this guy is a new Necromunda HQ. I know very few people that we know play Necromunda, but come on, the models are always awesome. This guy's got a giant lock and a bunch of weapons. He's got a pistol, an axe, and then a whole like big combo weapon. Yeah, I think I think if Tech Breeze can find this photo, he's probably gonna steal this axe because it looks very. Uh, there we go. Very corn right. esque. Yes. Yes, that look. I mean, that could totally be one of your 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 next HQ characters. Attack yeah, I don't think that this particular guy is too friendly. Based on his model, like I don't think he's gonna be like, I would like to to talk to you about joining our organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's not 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 gently, politely knocking on your door to ask you to join their cult. Um, right. Hey, let's you know, let's 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 talk about the the new book. We got to talk about the new book, dude. The new the Sage of Terra. The Sage. Yeah. Okay. I can't spell. So if you're looking <laughs> at our notes, which is only privy to Seth and Tech Dicky, apparently I don't know how to spell Siege. So the Sage of Terra. Echoes of Eternity. I wrote this really fast. I was driving. Echoes of Eternity? Echoes of Eternity. This is the next book. It's coming out pre-order this weekend. Yes. Exciting. Awesome. Woohoo. Get pumped. I don't know about you, but Seth, I've read every single one of these books, and I love them. They're, I, think I the have not, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm reserving them for audio because I want to catch up. on. I got a long drive in the okay. next uh, couple of weeks to take. So I've, I've been, I've been planning my audio books and I've, I've been saving the siege for that. Yeah. The siege is, um, I think it's gotta be some of the best black library stuff out there. I mean, it's all been solid. Um, we've got siege of Terra. It's going to come in the fancy collector's edition. I don't collect the collector's edition because you know, they're very expensive. Um, but people love they it. They sell it every it. year. They are yeah. worth it. I just got the, um, the wog, the, the oh. war boss one, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. the collector's edition of that. And it is, it's very nice. Very <laughs> nice. Um, we should talk about the pre-orders. Okay, maybe not this particular book, but those other pre-orders that you know and love, those you can all get from Frontline Gaming's website. Mm-hmm. They are doing a better job of keeping all the brand new stuff in stock for the, the day one release. So make sure if you're looking at getting something that's brand new and shiny, get it from FrontlineGaming.org. And if you use our little link in there, you're, you're, you're you know, giving... We, we actually got out. our first affiliate link oh, no. uh, support last week. Oh, great, great. So... Yeah. Thank you for whoever that was. We very much appreciate it. Oh, thank you. You're buying me a cup of hot tea or, or, or Seth? Yes, know. Kicker needs many hot teas. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Seth, maybe this is your next ticket for your next event. You're going to LVO to, for sure, right? Like you know. I will be at LVO again. Um, I'll probably be helping the stream team. Probably not playing, cool. but you know, we'll see. Hey, have you made a decision on SoCal yet? I have not. Um, my behind the scenes, my life's a bit, bit busy right now with some family stuff. So I don't know what's what's going to happen for the next few months. 
Um, so I haven't really committed to much travel yet. If you need a bed or a place to lay your head, you can stay at my place at SoCal. I don't gotcha. have a place, but we're just getting a big Airbnb for all the frontline gaming guys. And you know, I'm in. It was welcome. All right, sweet dude, sweet, sweet, sweet. All right. Um, I should talk about since we're talking about SoCal, let's just talk about it straight up, dude. We've been adding more and more events to SoCal, so SoCal this year is going to be pretty solid. We're going to have Conquest. We just added. Uh, oh, cool. Bolt Action. We just added. Yeah. Have you played? Con- I've never even played Conquest, but they got some. I have cool not, games. but I know uh, a few friends on uh, a Discord that are that were really into it, and then they it it scratches the square base itch. I've heard quite well. <laughs> do, you, do you have a? I know I know some some gentlemen, um, Sir 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 Val. Yeah, uh, I was like, you mean the head of our network? Have a, have a square base itch that apparently really badly is is bothering them. Um, but I mean, do you think there's a lot of people wanting old school fantasy? Is that is that a thing that, that people really still crave for? I think so. I think there's going to be people that like, I mean, uh, have you played or seen the Total War franchise? It's very, yeah, yeah, very yeah. popular. The video um, game is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it it is basically, when, when you go to the battles, it is cool. fantasy. It's square-based. So, yeah, I think there's definitely some folks that want that. Well, so. Con- quest on the, the 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 i guess the game publisher side of things is super organized and they know yeah. that we're doing this tournament and so uh, i guess the game publisher so the equivalent of games workshop is supporting the event at socal so if you are playing playing conquest i'm pretty sure there's gonna be some uh solid prize support directly from the publisher there nice yeah 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 uh, i also wanted to mention the las vegas open paint classes we have added a few more tickets so yes uh, if you're looking for a paint class that might have been sold out Go get it now. Um, you know, a lot of them have sold out. We still have some more of the, we added a few more of the, uh, come on, what's his name? I, very famous dude, Duncan Rhodes. We added some of Duncan's classes yeah, in there. Like, and uh, Kenny Boucher uh, from The Long War and, and and Next Level Painting. He's got some class. He's got a class there too that's still got a few tickets left. So if you are interested, make sure you get your LVO paint tickets. Now, I wanted to bring this up because a lot of people think of LVOs purely as competitive. But if you're part of the, you know, your local game store community or whatever, and you got a lot of friends that don't really want to play a tournament but would love to go to LVO, get them to go play a uh, take a paint class there's a lot of options there or go yeah. at least check out the vendor hall and stuff so so at least with me i'm like okay i know you guys don't want to go play with you know play a tournament but there's all this painting opportunities and and just to go and like hang out with you for the weekend so yeah they'll put you play the tournament they go to the paint classes everyone's happy seth do you want to run it into the flgn do well, you have anything you, going on? i think no? you skipped over one one important point about oh, the hobby please. track oh yes i guess i guess we should mention this um guys the hobby track <laughs> has been fixed in part for most of most, a lot of events. So for the uh, Lone Star Open, for example, those points are totally accurate now. So I believe Seth is going to be telling us a new uh, winner has been crowned currently, mm-hmm. I guess, a new current lead for the hobby track. So if you've been uh, frustrated in the past with the with the hobby track, uh, the Frontline Gaming staff has been uh, gently, politely, diplomatically asking BCP to help us out and get that squared away. And it looks like we are making progress and more scores have been updated as they should have been originally. Um, oh, 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 another thing. I just got a message from someone and I needed to mention this. We did bring 30K, uh, competitive 30K to LVO. There will be, so once again, there'll be a narrative game, a narrative 30K. Competitive at LVO. 30K? But there will be competitive 30K as well. It'll be a Sunday only event. It's the first time we've ever done a competitive 30K tournament at the LVO. Um, so it's you're going to be able to do narrative uh, Friday and Saturday. And then on Sunday is the mega battle for 30K. And there will also be a competitive 30K tournament with some really good support i can't i'm not allowed to i'm not allowed to go into like the details is it but, some form of marines because that's like all 30k right it's, it's all like, i it, i can't even i can't even i can't say anything it might be stuff that you don't even know wait wait wait, wait, wait. are you saying you cannot say i cannot say i'll wink for it uh but seth competitive 30k people have been asking for it so we are gonna have 
competitive 30K at LVO. And if it's successful there, then we're going to roll out competitive 30K at Cherokee and, and everything else. All right. that. So, yeah. Uh, Seth, what's happening in the FLGN? Well, uh, Grim After Dark had uh, one of the, the folks from Australia on, but really uh, it, it was a very informative show. But I, I Wait, saw are you saying this, this sarcastically. It was informative or just meme filled? It was informative, but I okay. saw this image posted up oh, oh. on the FLG community site. Um, and I can't think of a more accurate representation Love of it. Grim After Dark. I mean, just uh, look at it. Yeah. We've got we've got uh, John over uh, Space Ghost said <laughs> um, we have what appears as as pre show. Uh, we we had Smash Mouth Val or <laughs> Smal uh, there, and then uh, I'm not quite sure who is in the middle with Danny there, but um, he's looking. Uh, mighty eight. suspicious, mighty suspicious. <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, so, but if if you're looking for a good time, check those guys out. Also, check out the Thursday show. Uh, I, I believe you guys had the love the Adam Camilleri on last week, uh, who who won a lifetime achievement award the first year at the WTC. That so. is the highest ranking award you can get in this uh, in this hobby, I believe. Is the, the correct, correct, yeah. 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 Um, that was that was really cool. So, uh, go check those guys out. They always got great coverage of the events coming up. Um, but that's all that's going on on the network right now. We're ready to get into the main segment, Kicker? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So we're, uh, I have to give all credit to Seth here. When I say we've done a lot of research into this topic, um, Seth did all the research. I'm kind of just, uh, I was driving all day. I, I haven't even shaved. Give me some, cut me some slack. Um, Seth, why don't we discuss it? This is the future of 40K. I know right. stuff, so you're going to have to leave because I can't um, misspeak. So we, right now in, in ninth edition, we know we have at least one more new faction coming. In the yes. form of Leagues of Voltan. Yes. So, you know, the question is, and uh-oh, uh-oh, it's I a just, tech priest. I figured yeah. if, if Kicker can't say anything, I'll just come in and say things. I don't know. Maybe we can, yeah, join, we can get this information us. out of him. Maybe yeah, we can nah. pull it out. Use, use your coffee cup. Use yeah. your coffee cup. But, oh, yeah. But guys, no, no, please don't. We, we, we do know that there is a new faction on the way, the Leagues yep. of Altan. They're the rebooted squats for those of you that have been living under a rock or two rocks as the lead of Altan HQ tends to stand on. Um, what do we think? Yeah, so I had to go there, right? I, I had to go there. You, you couldn't um, leave the tactical rocks out of it, huh? Couldn't leave the tactical. Who, do we know who, you know, who coined the term tactical rock? Because that, that they, they deserve mm, I don't know. at least a footnote. But, it's probably um, Adam. It, yeah, and importantly, yeah. I wanted to talk about, so in the past mm. few years, we've had three new factions enter the game. Chaos Knights, Gene Sealer, Caller, and Custodes. And how did those affect the meta historically? Like, were they were they significantly different than the other armies out there? Did they change up how you had to play? I would argue that Chaos Knights, when they first dropped, didn't change that much. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because we did have knights that were so prevalent at the time. You already knew what knights were. You, you know, the Chaos yeah. Knights aren't that different. But dude, Gene Stiller cults, like, come on, when they dropped, that was that was pretty that was a pretty big shift. Yeah, that was a big shift because they played very differently. They introduced their blip mechanic. Mm-hmm. Where basically they the army wasn't visible when you when you deployed. You were like, ah, there's some things over there. And then you start your moving phase and they're like, okay, now I'm gonna play my army. And you're like, okay, so they, they definitely huge. turned they are a huge, like gigantic change in the game. Yeah. When, when they and and they were they were dominating some top tables for a bit. Yeah. Um it, it, the, the muscle the muscle beach list uh was really um just kind of it was it was deep strike charge heavy and it had a lot of modifiers to make that a successful thing, but it was it was a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. It definitely shook some things up. And then Custodes, 
Custodius, I think, were the first true elite army that we had. You know, we yeah. had some, you know, Marine builds and some Grey Knight builds that felt elite. But when Custodius hit the table, that's when it really felt like, holy crap, this is what an elite army is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're talking yeah. about a troop choice of three dudes and you're like, that can't be that durable. And it's like, no, it can just sit on an objective forever if you don't have the right firepower. Yeah. And, 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 you know, man, each time one of these, these, you know, new, armies dropped it did you know the whole nother codex that people have to be familiar with right which is yep. a whole nother like i guess bit of knowledge you got to kind of digest so if another faction is added is that a good thing because yes it can shake up the meta and be fun but is that like adding another layer of complexity to this game system that are, we've already got like 20 30 different factions at this point you know we've yeah got i mean factions. is it from too much? from a competitive standpoint we don't need more factions from yeah. a narrative standpoint mm-hmm. you know there's always the room for more um yeah. You know, and, and they've done, they've introduced a lot of little factions, like the Gellerpox infected. Yeah. And rogue, rogue traders. Yeah. They'll be introducing the Imperial Navy with this coming kill team box. So they definitely are introducing smaller narrative factions that aren't full armies. Hmm. But these full army releases are definitely from a competitive balance standpoint, you probably don't need them. Making it too complicated. Um, it- Tech priest, mm. you know, I'm sure you can analyze this. The mm. the, the name that Seth just dropped, uh, and then of course referencing the older, I guess the the, the Chaos Knights, Gene Seal Codes, Custodes. None mm. of these are, um, how do I say this gently? Novel factions. These are all factions that are in the lore. They have a history. Mm. Nothing was just yeah. like kind of made up on the spot. Um, yeah. But the leagues of Altan, they are squats, but they're kind of a new take. Like Gene Steel Cults were Gene Steel Cults. Like nothing changed. Custodes are yeah. Custodes. Chaos Knights were Chaos Knights. Do do we think that? We should a add more factions, and which is I guess up for debate. But more importantly, if we're adding more factions, should they be something totally novel and new that we've never heard of before, or should we try to take something back from existing lore? What's what's more exciting? Yeah, for you? so I think they have like factions that are coming and have been in lore in some places, and there's a whole bunch of places. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen, uh, there was factions created on like a, like a paragraph blurb, right? Yeah. So yep. so like they, they yeah, are, I mean the Necrons are, were like a blurb, yeah, good way back point. when. Yeah, 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 good point. So um. I like that they're bringing those factions back. You kind of get a weird nostalgic kind of vibe yeah. uh, to it, okay. right? So um, I don't know. It'd be really hard to kind of create a faction out of thin air, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. can yeah. you, Seth? Can you think of one that they created? Just, I mean, I guess Primaris was, and they're not really. Ooh, no, that's been, a good point. Right? The Primaris were a new invention, right? Yeah. They're relatively yeah. completely. Yeah, they new. were. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. I don't know. I don't. I can't think of one they've invented out of thin air, but I can think of. Uh, a lot that, like you know, we're saying where it was just a, a small, tiny little bit of lore years and years and years ago, and they, they took that and they expounded on it. Um, mm-hmm. What I want to ask Tal. is yeah, from Tal. a game mechanic standpoint, how do you make something like Leagues of Voltan different? Yeah, that's a good point. We can only have so many durable armies and fast moving armies and so many horde armies and so many elite armies. What is that balance? I have no idea. I, I have heard. Uh, well, I've heard some rumblings, and so I have. I, I, mm-hmm. Okay, so what I mean, I have no idea. That's a lie. I have a an <laughs> idea, but Seth, this is our time to get all that information. No, no one's listen, uh, kicker. No one's here. It's just me, no you, here, no Seth. We're um, just chatting. No, no, no. I no. am legitimately I, interested to see how it's pulled off because theories are nice, but let's see how it actually plays in practice, right? right. I mean, you know, Seth. Let, let me ask Dicky a question. Yeah, that yeah, way, take no, kicker off the hook wait, here. I'll, I'll turn you. myself real quick, Dicky. Dicky, yeah. Leagues of Voltan, more or less elite than a standard Space Marine army in terms of profile? Ooh. More or less. Well, I mean, less elite, right? Theoretically. They're just miners. Just- okay. <laughs> All right. So less elite. Yeah. So how have they stayed alive lore-wise? 
hiding for all this time. I just they've been in, in mining ships. I don't, dude. I don't <laughs> know, like, because I feel like they've got to make them more yeah. like those new models they've been showing up. I feel like they've got to make them more elite than Space and, Marines. Seth, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in based purely off of what has been posted on Warhammer Community. So this is not me saying this. They've they've stated very clearly the weapons are more sophisticated than the Imperial, oh, the standard Imperial counterparts. So, so yeah. yeah. Maybe more more like Eldar, like maybe not necessarily durable, but because of their shenaniganry probably. have been able to survive. Yeah, probably and probably so probably have good here's something and maybe- that I that I was kind of going off of. Is 40k at the point where it's more aesthetic choices rather than army uh lore and other thing choices like i want to paint this model over this model and that's the choice i make rather than oh that's I, a perfect i think thing, that's right? always yeah. been the case because yeah. you all you know you go at you go talk to any group any you know local store group big group and you ask them hey what army should i start and they're like pick something that you like the look of pick something that you like the lore behind mm. you know because there's gonna be timeless then you're not gonna get burnt out of it right yeah. like well, if you got like it for dwarfs. the rules the rules can change you know so. and i mean you um, got the nostalgia feel like you got the nostalgia feel for squads right so yeah, you got yeah. that um and you got brand new sculpts brand new models like how like people fell in love with the sisters when they did this uh, yeah, a couple years true. ago yeah. so it's i think it could be just an aesthetic choice over model choice i know that we're mm-hmm. not playing chess where it's just pawns and rooks and things like that but, yeah, yeah um if if we can get to a point where it's an aesthetic choice over uh specific army choices that being said i'm a world leader player and world leaders are coming out so i'm gonna play them <laughs> Very but you're gonna play that and then we're gonna both play leagues, leagues. yeah go ahead yeah, yeah. i'll right. crush you into all right a bloody so mist. Yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna now pivot the conversation into addition talk Ooh. um so let's because go there's been there's been room. lots of rumblings. Chat's already said it a few times tonight. Tenth edition. Yeah. Um. You know, in terms of new codexes, we know Demons is right on the edge of coming out next week. Like pre pre orders yep. are like this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We got Leagues of Voltan. We we hear rumblings that the World Eaters are coming in October, and then Guards coming after that. We we know kind of what's coming for us at this point. Find it. Um, and I then mean, once and once you Guards out, that's all the established factions updated. Yeah, I mean, we do know that. Come on, like, like traditionally, Space Marines always get a little bit more love towards the end of, you know, well, they did in at least last edition, and and Space Marines, if you look at them, they're looking pretty old. Um, but like, we do know historically, you know, things get cycled through. So, ninth edition's been happening for how many years now, Seth? Well, Kicker, let's take a little trip back through time. All right, because I have all of the editions. Okay, you have the numbers here. Yeah, so let's. let's yeah, let's, so, let's go so, through it. and I and this is important because there is a pattern here. All right, some folks in chat are already kind of jumping on it, but the pattern is once you start to, to break it down, we've got first edition coming out in 1987, and then second edition coming out in 1993. That was a six-year difference. And that was a. Um, I, I believe a you, you you put in your notes. That was a huge change. That was that was a major more. overhaul of the system at that point. Um, and then you go five more years till you get third edition, which it was a huge overhaul from second edition. And they actually included index style rules in oh, the main rulebook. Wow. Cool. I didn't know that. Yep. And then you go another six years and you get fourth edition. This was more. Yep. 2004. Um, and this was more of a minor change compared to third. And it was backwards compatible to all the older codexes. Um, and then four more years in 2008, we hit fifth edition. Another major change, but still backwards compatible. They were trying to keep that backwards compatibility, keep that book mm-hmm. library alive. Mm. Four more years again, 
2012, we hit sixth edition. And this is, again, another major overhaul, but still backwards compatible. Um, then just two years after that, which was a break in the cycle, mm-hmm. um, we get 2014 in the summer, we get seventh edition. Right. Um, and this was a minor change, kind of tweaking the rules, but still backwards compatible. And then you fast forward three more years to 2017. Mm. We got eighth edition. This was, everyone remembers, a huge overhaul. Yeah. We went back to indexes again. The indexes then, were a big deal, dude. I don't know were. if you liked them or not, but that was that was changing. Everyone that was, started from scratch. Everyone was- Yeah, that was completely resetting everything. Reset. And then we went three more years in the summer of 2020. We got ninth edition. And this was kind of a comparatively a minor overhaul of the rule system, the core system, with backwards compatibility to those old codexes. Yeah. So- the, the logic is about every three to four years for the last four editions, we have gotten a new edition in the summer. So with us kind of getting to the end of the codex cycle, to me, it would make more sense that GW is going to drop 10th edition in the next summer. So June 2023-ish. June because otherwise, they're going to have to do some sort of large campaign book system or something like that to kind of keep providing us new content for another year. If they were going to push it out to a really good job though, of keeping content, right? Like there's they very can. few times yeah. that it's stagnant. There's always something on the horizon. Exactly. There's always, they always have something coming. So for them to say, Hey, guard comes out, say sake of argument, let's say guard comes out in December and then there's no new edition and no new content until 2024. You're talking 18 months, just from a company standpoint, 18 months without a new product and to drive new sales is not a good idea. Like, and when Seth means new product, he means new major product, yeah. right? Obviously, there can always be a random unit here or there, but you know, talking about something major uh, yeah. to keep it exciting. So, yeah. yeah. So hmm. I that's that's my bet. Um, a few folks in chat have been saying the same thing, where they feel like it's it's every three years, so it should be this coming June. So. If that's yeah. the case, kicker, this LVO would be the the last LVO of ninth edition. It, it it could be. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. Kick, it could no, be. Can I? I'll ask a question, yeah, kicker. You can answer it or not. Are we going to get a GW reveal at LVO? Um, most likely we will be getting something from GW. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been speaking to them very closely. Uh, they're very mm-hmm. excited for LVO twenty. Okay. What do they think of your beard? <laughs> I'm shaving this this monstrosity off as soon as we get off. I, if there is any GW representatives in chat, I need you to make comments yeah. on Kicker's beard Force in the next the phone beard. call. Force I'm going to get an email in the morning like Kicker, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So 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 I, I want to throw this out to you guys. I mean, uh, Tech Priest, Sticky, yep. T- Seth, uh, our wonderful audience, guys. I mean. Are new editions scary? Are they exciting? Are they annoying? I mean, are you pumped for it? Because it's like a whole, you know, I mean, I think each edition, and, and this is me being very, you know, just neutral. I've been playing this game for a long time. I think each edition gets better and better and better. Like, it's only gotten better. I don't think that, like, fourth edition was better than, you know, sixth edition. You know, I think literally eighth was good. I like ninth more than eighth. And I think we're only getting better. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you guys think? Go ahead, Seth. Tech Priest. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think, um, for me... The the codexes have been very slowed down, and I I know that's COVID. I'm okay. Yeah. I get it. Um, I really wish there was a time to get the, all the codexes out to get a full fledged ninth edition meta for a yeah, while. And I know fair. we're gonna have that at some point, but I feel like we could have had it for a little longer. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm always. It's I mean, 
I've had friends tell me that they're going to poke their head back into 40k when 10th edition comes out. So it's always kind of an exciting period of time, right? Like, is, for, is that con- friend perhaps our our lovely and fearless leader? <laughs> Unfortunately, I am I'm not allowed to uh, say anything. But yeah, um, so so yeah, I think um, I don't know. I, I'm excited for change. I just hope that everyone has time in the sun, so that like time with their new codex, yeah, for instance. That's fair. Like, so yeah. All right, easy there, world eater player. That's gonna be sad when his stuff gets uh, sunsetted. <laughs> I see the cup. Yeah, right. I see the cup. Oh, there what cup? Seth, I don't know what you're Seth about. what do you think though, man? Are you generally excited for new overhauls or you know, at least new additions? Or are you somebody that likes you know to keep things the same, more consistent for longer periods of time? I think. All right, I have two opinions. Okay, right, I'm, okay. a, I'm a complex man because you are Gork um, and Mork yeah, incarnate. Okay. I am. Get your drink. I like the the shakeup that a new core set of rules brings. Mm-hmm. Um, that always shifts, you know, how we play the game, how you know, how we play missions, how we build armies. It, it's something new, and it's it's a new problem to solve. That being said, I don't like when they release editions that are backwards compatible. You don't uh, like when they release because so you sake like of argument, if, if, like if the they text. if they release tenth edition and tenth edition is formatted in such a manner that every book from ninth edition and in some cases eighth edition <laughs> are backwards compatible, that makes it a very complex game right out of the start. Yeah, that's fair. And that's fair. if if I'm Tech Priest Dickie's unnamed friend who wants to come back into the edition, that's really complicated to get my head around. Yeah. Um, it also makes it really hard when you're writing that 10th edition rule set to balance everything. Very fair. Because you're trying to balance everything with pre-established rules already. Yeah. Um, now, I the GW has, to their credit, done a good job of putting out a list of what supplements and what codexes are valid for competitive play moving forward. Um, you know, they did that and they, they removed a lot of the, um, the old Psychic Awakening books, which was a good thing. Um, but... If you didn't, if you were a new player and knew yeah. to look, for, didn't know to look for that, you would still be pretty confused. And mm-hmm. some stores still have like old edition codexes on the shelf. Yeah, and you might buy the wrong codex, then you it's might show up somewhere else to play, and yeah. you know, just that's that's a bad feeling. That's mm-hmm. a feels bad, you know. Particularly if someone was just buying into this hobby, it's a pretty expensive hobby. So, um. Dude, I personally good. think if they do 10th edition, I really, really want to see them do something about sunsetting all the old material um, and making it an easier edition nice. for folks to get into. Everyone starts on the same playing field again. And it also allows, like you said, new people to quickly get into it. You got these indexes where you have all the army rules right here. It's very clear and simple. Yep. Um, yeah, no, that, that's a very good point. I, I mean, I remember 8th edition grabbing indexes for basically everything. I didn't get the chaos one, but I got all the other ones. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I can see everything right here. And yes, it was simplified. But when you're starting a new edition, it's kind of nice to keep it simple for the beginning. Yeah. Cool, Seth. Uh, do you want right. to jump into something really? Um, I, I, should we just call it touchy? I don't know. Yeah, um, let's, let's get into our competitive news. Um, everyone, get get your beverage. Get your beverage yeah, up. Take a, take a deep breath here. People. We're not, or one out. Everyone, we're not sponsored by Mountain Dew. I just wanted everyone. The, the Mountain Dew. <laughs> yes, not no, sponsored. Not yet. yet. Mountain Dew. Uh, pour pour one out for our beloved brother, Battlescribe. <sighs> yeah. Moment of silence. Wow, I, that I that describe. Does anyone else use that? <laughs> did anyone else use that every day? Like I, I, you, I think I use it every day. 
so, I use so, it a lot. So, so, th- so those of you are that are not familiar with Battlescribe, it was a free app that you could use to build your list. Seth, what is going on with Battlescribe? Why are we pouring one? So it's it's been announced on? that Battlescribe is being removed from the Apple Store because it has not been updated in two years. Apple's policy is if you don't update your app in two years, it's considered abandoned and they get rid of it. Um, and the rumor is that the Google Play Store is going to be doing the same thing soon. Um, which means if you have the app on your phone, don't delete it Please or don't. you'll lose it forever. Yeah. Um, and that kind of it proposes a, a number of interesting challenges for us right now. Excuse me. Um, the rumor is the reason it hasn't been updated is uh, sometime, perhaps two years ago, um, the creator of Battlescribe may have had contact with GW's legal team and been told to stop. Um, so that individual or individuals, I don't know. Um, if, if I were in their shoes and GW's legal team told me to stop, I would probably stop. And just for um, sake, that's just a, a rumor. That is a rumor. We have no, nothing confirmed there. Okay. Um, but that leaves us kind of in a weird spot because generally speaking, most events have you submit your list from Battlescribe into Best Coast Pairings. Yeah, and, and then um, the app you know, checks to see if your list is correct based off the format submitted via yep. BTP. And then a lot of the data mining folks, like the guys over at StatCheck, mine based on that format. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's interesting that that might not become as available. Um, so that raises the question of what are events going to do in terms of, of list submission and list validation? You can use the GW list uh, builder in, in their app to export a format that you can upload to BCP, but it's not machine readable like the format from Battlescribe was. Yeah. So it's probably not going to auto validate like Battlescribe uh, lists did in BCP. So I did use the the GW app for Cruise Hammer to test it out, right? And that's mm-hmm. how I submitted my list. My list was accurate. There's no flaws. There's no errors. GW is working constantly to update their app. So I, I know that, yes, there, right. there's no hiding the fact that there were some serious flaws upon initial release and, and there's always a slow update. But at least it worked for, for me for Cruise Hammer with no flaws. Seth, you do have a good point, though. You want to be able to mine that data. I am not a technical programmer kind of guy. How quickly capable is it? Is it possible for the the the, the stat check guys to figure out a, a way to mine that data from? Uh, I, I don't know. That's okay. that's a uh, uh, Curie's end of the game. Okay. You know, I can reach out to him. But I do know that it just kind of does pose a challenge for them. Um, you know, it. GW's list building app, maybe this is not its final form. Maybe yeah, they maybe will be working on, maybe they have a new app. On, on future projects. We don't know. Um, hmm. But right now, it seems that you know going forward, that might be the only universally accessible app uh, for, for list writing. Because for frontline game events, we're not going to accept a, a handwritten, you know, postcard or a note yeah. or something what? with, you know, it's, yeah, sorry. I mean, you could <laughs> theoretically type a list out in a Word document and yeah, submit it, so. yeah. but... I don't know. I'd have to mess around with that and see how that works with the validation tools <laughs> in in BCP. And and frankly, uh, you know, sake of argument, you know, LVOs what six months away? Oh God, five, five months away. Let's say sake of argument, five months away. You know, eighty percent of the lists are Word documents that get submitted. That <gasps> is a logistical nightmare for yeah. an event that size. Or When's the LGT? Isn't the LGT in a couple months? No, that's in the fall. Yeah. 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 yeah but I'm just saying, like, if, if you know, they're a thousand person singles yeah. event, like, you know, LVO is going to be bigger than that. Yeah, probably yeah, what, 12, it, it will be a mess. So we do need to have some sort of uh, automated way of making sure a list or, or, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like so that's, that's the thing to me that 
is kind of the big question mark because we've kind of taken that technology end of things for granted for most of, you know, eighth and ninth edition. We're like, yeah, this works. It's fine. Whatever. You know, we didn't think about it. And now it's like, oh, we don't have that tool. You yeah. know, you and I go, you know, kicker, if we want to go to an eight person RTT this weekend, that's not a big deal to check eight lists, but to check a thousand lists manually. But, but, and and dude, it doesn't make a difference whether we're going to an eight man as, as players going to an eight man or going to a thousand man. Like we're so used to putting our list into software and, and having it populate that way. Like I can't think of the last time I wrote a list by hand, right. Without using yeah. some oh, sort of awful. software app or something, you know? So it feels like I'm going well, to the dark ages, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, taking, taking a, another little step back about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, WTC, WTC has their own list format. They have a specific format that in terms of listing out like all your different secondary values that you award and things like that. Um, so those, those lists were at some level hand edited. Um, and that is a large event, but there were still some list errors that got through and they, they, their system, I believe. And if the WCDC folks are in chat and they want to yell at me, please go right ahead. But I believe with the way they validated lists is they said, okay, I'm the American team kicker is the Icelandic team. Um, and you're responsible for checking all of my team's lists and I'm responsible for checking all of your team's lists. So they, they pass the work off to their players in a large event like that, but it actually makes sense. You know, and it, and it was a, a relatively efficient system. Some things still got through, but you know, maybe that's something. If we're if we're in a bind, that we have to look at doing for some of these large events to say, hey, you know, twenty thirty guys volunteer to check lists, yeah. or something like that. You know, kicker will buy you a tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously, maybe, well, maybe we have an official, you know, LVO list checker tea, you know, <laughs> the, you know, some fancy T-shirt or headband or something. I meant I'll like a, a, a beverage. Yeah. Oh, a tea. <laughs> like a, a beverage. I was thinking like a really cool shirt and like you could play the entire tournament in your official. Oh, you know, uh, do, mm, what was it? Does Nova still require paper lists? Really? Oh, my gosh. I can remember in 8th edition, Nova required that you bring like paper. if there was eight rounds, nine copies of a paper oh, list. <laughs> and at the d- the day of, they stamped your lists to be like, these are your official lists. Oh, and wow. you just handed them to, like, there was just a big old line of people waiting for you to stamp. Like, so they couldn't have been checking that yeah. hard, right? No, 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 no. That was, John, that was like eighth edition. I remember that. Jeez, Some guy named John in the chat is really smart. And also funny, and he also said that uh, just put them in a Twitch stream, and we'll get a, we'll get all the errors real quick. All the, the comments will find all the you're errors. You're not wrong. Oh, that's we'll you're just not we'll wrong. do a pre LVO weekend where we just stream Dicky Kicker and I going through all the lists. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we 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 have the tools to make this happen. I don't think if people I don't want, want it. to be part of that. Though. Scotty D says uh, list checkers are 100 percent the norm in Australian events for large events. Yeah, really, so they, the norm there is that they have a crew checking list. Do, do they get a free shirt? What, what do you do to yeah, Scotty? What, are they, what what's the incentive there? Is <laughs> it like well, is it like community champions. service? They do whatever they want to do. They, that's true. Yeah. But is it like you know a community service where you know like a lot of people who judge events or TO events feel like okay, I've been in the scene long enough. I've played in a bunch of events. Now is my chance to give back. Oh, no, so. I think community servers like you've gotten two yellow cards. You have to do. Yeah. Oh God! Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> wow. No, I meant it. I meant it more like 
Um, yeah, you oh, know, like I am, I am so doing this good. as a service to my That's community. That's a great kicker. Uh, Scotty says generally the TO team doing it. Wow, cool. No. Thank you, Scotty. D. Uh, it seems like Australia's got a, a pretty good system then. Well, man, those are options to consider. Those are all options to consider. Seth, I'm excited to see what we come up with because this is hopefully we'll, we'll see where the app is. We'll see where things are in, in a yeah. few months. Yeah, we still have time. I mean, some, so, yeah. Something we got to be thinking about as a yeah, community yeah, yeah. because, you know, not just, not just FLG events, but, you know, you're running a hundred person major in a month. You probably need to be thinking about, uh, yeah. Yeah, How doing? am I going to go through all those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Seth, take us into the the, the comp track and, and where we're yeah. at. Yeah, all right. Let's get into the ITC recap. Oh, yeah. uh, let's hop uh, into the 40K competitive track. The tech priest has to suddenly do tech priest things. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Our wow. number one, uh, and it's, it's a new number one since I've been away, oh, wow. uh, is David Gaylard. Congratulations. Uh, taking the top slot. Uh, number two, Vic VJ. Number three, Manny Chima. Number four, Jack Harpster. And number five, Thomas Ogden. So uh, great work there, guys. Um, glad to see David on the top. We can continue to fight if David is a, a uh, Englishman or a New Zealander. Um, both countries have a strong claim to him. You know, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Moving on down to the hobby track. As you alluded to earlier, we do have uh, some shakeups here in the rankings. Our number one. It was our very own Jacob Thayer that we had All on right. a few weeks back. Congrats, uh, Jacob. Number two, Eric Mullins. Number three, Lee Steiger. Uh, number yeah. two, Kevin McCormick. And number three, JT Steiger. I didn't know that Eric was Jacob's teammate. Yeah, I think they're That's all part of the cool. Hobby Goblins, those amazing guys that help set up. They, they are. The, the, I think we could upgrade them to Hobby Orcs. Hobby Orcs. Oh, they moved yeah. up from they Goblins have. to Orcs. Congratulations, they have. Um, <laughs> Moving on down to the AOS competitive track, our number one is the LSO uh, TO himself, Gavin Gregar. Number two, Anthony Trentinelli. Number three, Thomas Guan. Number four, Ridge Hanna. And number one, Jeremy Vassier. Uh, and then sliding on over to the AOS hobby track, number one, Robert Snyder. Number two, Evan Markham. Number three, Russ Tanner. Number four, Matt Abbott. And number five, Matt Beasley. And that is your ITC recap for this week. So, chat, last minute questions before we let Kicker and I go and he can shave and I can sleep because I'm definitely not tired, chat. It's so scratchy. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I saw those yawns. You're not allowed to yawn on camera. <laughs> I can't help that I'm tired. I know, I know. It's okay. It's okay. Well, 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 guys, it is nice though that the, the the hobby track is is more accurate now. I know we had a little delay there with a few major events that were not having their scores submitted correctly, but now that the scores are updated, uh, the list is as accurate as we can make it. Um, but of course, if we find another event that is still flawed, we will continue to to update as we can. We're very and who should people contact if they have a, a concern? Your kicker? TO, not the player, should contact <laughs> BCP to say, "Hey, my events scores have not been submitted correctly." Yep. I actually just saw a TO in the TO chat posting about that. So, yeah, um, yeah. your TO is your point of contact. So yeah. work with them, folks. Yeah, the, the guys at BCP, if every single player from every event reached out, it just becomes a mess. Just just the organizer, or the, the head judge, but it should be yeah. the TO. Uh, if, if you can't get a hold of your TO, then you can DM Hunter Nichols directly <laughs> um, and just ask Hunter Nichols to fix it. It's just, we have his email account. <laughs> I'll give him their email. I'll give him, I'll give him his phone number even. Look in our show notes. We will be posting this board yeah. note, guys. Phone number. All right. Well, I yeah. think that's all we have for tonight, Kicker. Any final thoughts? No, Seth, I am, I'm, I'm happy to have you. I haven't seen you in a while, man. It's good to see yeah. you again. Um, I, hopefully our travels are done for a bit and we can just yeah. hang out and chill. <laughs> stay at home for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, guys in chat, thank you again for joining us. Um, Seth, take us out. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week and we will see you next Wednesday. Good night.